Hello everyone and welcome to episode number 47 of the Building Strength Podcast. I'm your host, Theo Lim, coming at you on this beautiful Thursday afternoon, just doing my usual drive from my detox performance back to the hood. Have some sessions at Carpio in about an hour and a half. So I'm going to go drive over there, grab a coffee, chill for a bit, and crush some evening sessions. So in today's episode, I'm going to be, I'm going to be giving a quick recap on the kettlebell course that I did over the weekend. The strong first one-day kettlebell course that I did in Montreal. That was last Saturday, November 24th. So, before I get started, before I jump in, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for checking in to this podcast. If you're a regular listener, just know that I appreciate you guys very much. I actually just had a very nice email from another trainer who... She emailed me saying that listening to my podcast and watching the content that I post, she's a coach as well, and she really resonated with a lot of the stuff that I was, that I am dealing with, a lot of things that I'm learning as I go, and that was super awesome, like those kinds of messages or just anyone who brings up the podcast, that really keeps me going it adds fuel to the fire because sometimes the fire gets a little small you know so it really does help when either people are giving me feedback positive negative any kind of feedback just so I know like okay is what I'm doing working is what I'm doing the right thing should I be doing something else so super appreciate all that feedback that you guys give me you're awesome. So, I actually recorded this podcast already on my way back from Montreal to Toronto, but I was driving really fast and it was raining. I tried to edit out the wind. I tried to I tried to make it um, you know, tried to make it passable. But I just wasn't happy with it. I mean, I'm not the greatest editor or post-production, whatever. I See, I don't even know what that kind of stuff is called. So I'm re-recording it because I really, I thought this episode was very important. I thought that you guys would find some value in it. So I'm re-recording it. And I know it's been like, it's been like two weeks since I've posted a podcast and i'm going to talk about i'm going to talk more about that on the next one that i record because i recorded two on the way back from montreal but both have the same problem it's just too loud the background sound is just too loud and so yeah so i'll talk more about that after but for today's podcast so i attended a one day kettlebell course 
that was hosted by the company they're called Strong First. And Strong First, Pavel Satsulin, the guy whose kettlebell programs that I'm currently using, that's his company. So that's why I gravitated towards this course because it was held by his company Strong First. There are other courses, there are other kettlebell courses I could have taken. Some were in Toronto, so I wouldn't even have had to drive. But I thought, hey, if I'm going to take this, if I'm going to invest my time and money into this, I want to go to the source. I want to go to the person. I mean, Pavel himself wasn't coaching, but the coach who did run the course, the instructor, Luca Cursor, he was amazing. I'm going to link his, I think he's mostly active on Facebook, so I'm going to link his stuff on Facebook. I'm going to link the course and Strong First website in the show notes as well, so if you're interested, it's going to be up there. So I did a one-day course. It was in Montreal. I... I could have waited. I'm sure they might have had like something closer next year, but I I thought I really thought it was time to do the course. So why did I do this course? Why did I like I'm a coach. I do kettlebells already. Why did I pay someone to help me learn more about kettlebells? So my background, you guys know, I've been strength training for like 8 to 10 years now mostly barbells, mostly dumbbells, traditional powerlifting, bodybuilding, power building, all that good stuff. So I, I did that for eight to 10 years and I just recently started playing around kettlebells, maybe three months ago now, maybe four months. Either way, I self-taught myself. I watched YouTube videos. I bought a couple books by Pavel and I self-taught myself how to do the main moves. Just like I self-taught myself how to do the barbell moves 8 to 10 years ago. So I've been playing around with it. I've been videoing myself. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you'll see that I basically just train with kettlebells right now. So I knew that my technique could improve. That's always the case, right? Technique can always be better. Always striving for the best possible technique, the perfect technique, if there's such a thing. So I knew that I needed a coach. I knew that I needed someone to look at what I was doing and really break it down and show me how I could do things better. Basically, what I do for other people, I also need someone to do for me. I always say it, I'm a student first and I'm a coach second. So that is why I took this course. First of all, I knew that it was a reputable company. I knew that they held high standards for their instructors and their students. So I was willing to make that a six hour drive to Montreal to do that. I was willing to take time off, um, time off of work to go and So first of all, it was a reputable company. Second of all, I knew I needed a coach to show me how to do things properly. 
and that's really it those were the main reasons I knew I needed some eyes on me and I knew that they were a good company and it turned out to be really amazing there were only three of us in the course I think Luca said there's usually in the 10 to 12 range so it was really awesome that there were only three of us because we got a lot of attention and just a quick another quick overview of the course we we went over we started with the kettlebell deadlift we did the kettlebell swing um, that, that took uh, the first couple hours two three hours there we broke for lunch after lunch we did Turkish get-ups we did the goblet squat and we did the shoulder press the overhead press so five moves really four main moves the swing the get up the squat and the press but in order to swing you need to know how to deadlift so we did that first honestly going in i was like yeah you know i'm pretty good i know how to deadlift i know how to squat so really i'm just here for the get up and the press dead wrong dead wrong i needed help with my deadlift as well with my squat too um just for me i thought i was bracing really well like i thought i had my breathing down but one thing i wasn't doing enough was positioning my rib cage in the proper position keeping my ribs down so if you guys like where whether you're sitting in traffic right now whether you're at home washing dishes or doing chores i just say that because that's how that's when i consume podcasts so if you kind of think about bringing your ribs down and crunching everything in just a slight motion at the top of the abdomen you can feel all that tension in the midsection right so that's something i wasn't doing enough of i was bracing and expanding like getting air into my belly and expanding well but my rib cage wasn't in the optimal position so right off the bat that was the first thing he fixed on me and after that everything else just felt so much better so one thing about the the kettlebell training really any kind of training the ability to create tension whoever i've said this before whoever can create the most tension will usually lift the most amount of weight if you create tension you will be able to display your strength so I was so fatigued throughout the whole course because we were just tension, tension, tension all the time, just squeezing every single thing. And we weren't, we didn't do a lot of reps because we were just learning, right? We would do sets of five, multiple sets of five, multiple sets of three. But damn, after every set, like I thought I was bracing well before, but nope, 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 not at all. I was doing it, but not to the extent that I could have been doing it. So man, that's the main thing I took away was tension, create lots of tension, in addition to all the other cues I got. And I did get a lot of other cues. So right off the bat, the deadlift, that helped me so much. And actually, I just want to side note this. There was a really awesome episode on Jason Ferrugia's podcast, Renegade Radio. I'm going to link that because I'm a big fan of that uh, episode. James Clear was on that episode. He's an author. 
he wrote the book Atomic Habits. And he was talking about habits, how to create habits, how to maintain habits, how to change habits. And he said something that I found really interesting is that once you learn how to create a habit, after a while, your performance actually goes down because you get so used to doing it the way you're doing it, it it becomes automatic, right? Which is good. That's what a habit should be. But at the same time, we get so, it's so habitual that we kind of go on autopilot. So that's a great example of why a coach is needed because even for me as someone who's been deadlifting and squatting for basically a decade yeah I might have a good grasp of doing it but when I perform it am I actually doing it to the full like to to my full capacity am I doing it to the best of my ability And obviously the answer for the deadlift was no, I wasn't. So right there, that was like, I just remembered that when that that, that happened, I was like, oh man, I thought I I knew what I was doing. (laughs) So I just wanted, I like, I always like to put together pieces of knowledge or wisdom that I've acquired or someone else has passed on to me because I think that's the best way to learn is when you can take x topic and relate it to y topic so that's just the way i like to learn i really like to relate things even if it's different disciplines or different topics usually when you piece things together and you fully understand like oh this relates to that and this is why that person said this because sometimes people are talking about the same thing it's just the way they present it is a little different So when you can connect those things, it's really powerful. So he corrected me on the rib positioning and that was super great. And then when we got to the Turkish getup, oh man, so many cues that helped me. If you guys do the Turkish getup, the main thing that helped me was the starting position. And if you guys have done Turkish getups, you know that that the first transition from the ground to propping yourself up on your elbow is usually the toughest one. So he gave me a couple of good cues for this and I've been practicing it, which is actually why I think recording this episode now versus the one I recorded on the way home is probably better because now I've gotten a couple days to practice. I've done three training sessions since Saturday or Sunday when I got back. And I've been able to practice a lot of this, and every penny I spent was worth it. Turkish getup. The main thing that I learned was the heel that's on the ground, that's where the power is coming from. But not just the heel. From the heel, through the midsection, into the opposite lat. Like the arm that doesn't have the kettlebell in it. Like that line, if you guys can imagine yourself laying down with your right leg bent from the right heel through the midsection to my left lat, that's where that power comes from. So creating tension through those areas made it a shit ton easier. So that was just one of the cues that really helped me. There were a lot of other ones that really helped me as well. I took notes on this. Uh, 
um, maybe I'll make it a document and I'll link that as well. I'll link all the cues that I learned. So that in itself was worth the money. Like he taught me that. I was like, shit, that's good. Like anything else you give me, this is going to be bonus, which he did because I needed a, a lot of help with my pressing as well. And one thing I haven't been doing, the main correction, here's what happened actually. We were starting to press and I told him, I said, yo, my left shoulder is jacked up when I press. My right shoulder is fine. And this is why a coach is so key. Like even just for one session, just pay someone for one session if you need help with something. Ideally do more, but I literally showed him one rep. I told him what was wrong with it. And this is what people, this is what I do for other people. So I told him, I showed him and he was like, yep. I know what you're doing. Come over here. Let me show you. So what I was doing when I was overhead pressing was I wasn't keeping my shoulder down. So I was doing a little too much through my traps because that would come up first. I, I didn't keep them down long enough. So now I'm pressing pain-free. I mean, I still have to address a lot of the tightness that has occurred through me pressing through a shitty, a shitty, uh, how shall I say, I was pressing in a shitty manner. So now that I'm pressing properly, yes, it does feel a lot better, but because I was pressing improperly for so long, my, just my lats, my upper back, my traps just got way too jacked up. So now I know I need to address that. And so I can continue training so I can continue making gains because at the end of the day, gains is what we're after. Well, it's what I'm after. So that was super helpful. And when I say every penny, worth every penny, I mean it. So quick recap, the course was $400 Canadian for one day. And it seems expensive, but it's not. Because if you break it down, it's eight hours of instruction. That's $50 an hour. That's what people pay me. People pay me more than that, right? And I understand it's in a group setting. So I lucked out that there were only three of us. But even then, so it was 400 Canadian. Um, I would totally do their other courses. They have a full-on certification, an FSG1 kettlebell certification so that you can, you're like certified by them and you can teach kettlebell to people under their brand, under their company. So I might do that maybe next year, but right now I just need to practice, which leads me to my next point. So I've done a decent amount of educational stuff over the last 12 months. If you guys have followed along, I've done the Animal Flow course by DTS Education. That was great. I've done the CPPS by Joe DeFranco and Jim Smith. Amazing as well. I've done the MDX2 by Myo Detox. And then on via online coaching, via an online course, I'm taking The Art of Coaching by Coach Brett B, Brett Bartholomew. So in the last 12 months, I've done a lot of education and 
not a lot. I mean, I'm sure you could do more, but one thing that the main takeaway from doing all those courses is that you need to practice those things immediately after you take that course. Like if you're, if you don't practice it, you will not retain it and you won't be able to understand it to the full to your full capabilities so take for example animal flow i took it it was amazing like when you're there you're like yeah this this is awesome like this is going to change my world but it if i had not done any animal flow for like two weeks after that i would not have retained any of it so i've been practicing animal flow not as much as i'd like to but i'm still using it so in that way, I'm really able to retain a lot of information because I practiced and I, I think I really do believe in order to fully grasp and understand something, you need to practice it so that you can learn how to integrate it into your current system. Like by doing these educationals, I'm not looking to like completely change the way I'm doing things. I might change a bit of what I'm doing because maybe I learned something new, maybe I learned a better way to do something that I'm already doing, which is why I take these things. It's a great perspective shift. Um, it's well worth it. Oh, I forgot to mention, what I really wanted to say was, although, yes, you're, I paid for eight hours of instruction, what you also pay for is you get to meet people, <clears throat> excuse me, you get to meet people in the course. And you create that relationship, you build that relationship, and you just never know how that might, how you guys could help each other in the future, right? And what's awesome is that I signed up, and two other guys signed up, and you're, everyone's seeking the same information. Everyone's interested in that information, that and that's like the ideal person to create a relationship, right? Or like make someone your friend. They're into the same shit you are. Like they're either in the same industry, they're or they're somehow on the same page, right? And that's awesome. So where was I? Got sidetracked. So yes. To actually retain thing, to retain information, I really do believe you have to practice it. So Animal Flow, I was able to practice. CPPS, I put some things to use, but I do review it every so often because there was just so much information. MDX is one where like I learned a lot at the course and I kind of got a bit of a, like I understood it a little bit. It was very much on the clinical side of things rather than the gym side, which is not just like I still was able to put a couple of those things to use. But because I wasn't able to practice it as much, like obviously I didn't retain as much of that information. I wasn't able to put it into my practice and thus I wasn't able to integrate it enough into my system. So that was, like, after that course, I really understood, like, oh, man, that was a lot of information. I need to chill on taking courses because at the time I had taken a lot. So I really needed, I knew I needed to chill, which is why I waited this long. To, and then I finally did this kettlebell course. 
so that's the thing with courses like there's a lot out there right now there's a lot of information out there there are a lot of offerings like you can pretty much take a course on anything in this day and age so you just have to be aware of I think not taking too many and really giving it time to sink in giving yourself time to absorb that information it's kind of like I used to read a book a week but how much of that did I really retain now I read more like a book a month and I try to retain it a little more is that always the case probably not so I just wanted to mention that about taking courses and another thing that I really enjoyed I heard this from someone else is that don't just take a course like when you're looking when you're trying to decide what course to take it's as I said there's a lot out there like should I take this FST course on fascial stretch therapy should I take more myodetox courses regarding assessments and how to really fix the foot like how do I know what I need right now and what what I heard what this person had said I forgot who it was but they said a better way to think about or a better way to decide what to take is why don't you actually do the thing first whether that's coaching whether that's kettlebells whether that's animal flow and through the process of doing that thing basketball baseball writing right website design through the process of doing the thing and making mistakes you know doing things like self-taught it might not be the best but you're doing it through the process of that you will find you will have questions about how to do things better like you through by me doing kettlebells yes I kind of I knew what I was doing but I sorry people are honking sometimes I like to join the honking parade but not today I have you guys with me I like to do that. When people are honking a lot, I'll start honking too. Just for fun. Anyway. So through the process of doing kettlebells, I knew enough that I knew I could do it better. I started having questions about, okay, am I really doing this Turkish getup properly? Should I be doing this instead of this? Should I maybe be placing my hand here versus here? So through the process of that, I was able to come up with questions. I had questions about how to do things. And so then I could seek out like, okay, who can help me? I knew a couple of people who did kettlebells. Should I hire them for personal training sessions? Or, oh shit, here's this course. Maybe I should just do this course. And then that's what I did. Same thing with animal flow. I remember like I, I started doing like ground-based movement and flowing well before I did the actual course. And then when I went into the course, I was like, oh man, I'm doing a lot of this shit really wrong. And it was cool just to see like all my videos from before I did the course and now after the course, which is what I'm also now doing with the kettlebell stuff. So why I mention that is because I had a friend about a year ago where a year ago I was kind of interested in doing kettlebells. I didn't start yet, but I knew I was into it. I knew that it would help me with my training. And as always, when it helps me with my training, 
it's definitely going to help my clients with their training. So I already knew I wanted to do kettlebells and I had mentioned this to a friend. I said, yo, let's do a kettlebell course. And the friend is kind of, he's kind of an elitist. He's like, uh, yeah, we should, but the kettlebell course that I had mentioned, I didn't know which companies were which at that time, but the one I mentioned, he was like, nah, let's, I don't want to do it with them. I want to do it with this company. I, I forget which one. It wasn't strong first. It was another company that was more, that was like recognized worldwide or something. And I was like, all right, fine. But like, when are we actually going to do it? Right. Fast forward a year later, I actually started doing it and fucking up. And then I went to learn how to do it properly. And I just found it funny where like a lot of people are paralyzed by starting something, right? Whether you're unsure if you're going to do it properly, you don't want to embarrass yourself or, you know, just what all that stuff that comes with starting something new. You guys know how it is. So I just thought it was cool to see looking back a year later, like, oh, that's cool. I started it. And now because I'm in it, I can actually get better. Like doing this podcast. I, I some, I will go, I haven't yet, but I do want to listen to my first couple episodes and see how those sounded. Um, but I'm sure it was much different than the way I do them now. Like I really have noticed that the way I speak about things the way I deliver things, it's definitely a lot better now than it was in January. We're in November now. Um, so yeah, do the thing. Practice the thing. Don't be afraid to start. By do, by the Through the process of doing the thing, you will have questions and that's when you can go seek out answers. I think that was what I was trying to get to in a really long-winded way. So overall, the course was awesome. Highly recommend if anyone's interested. Um, even if you're not in Canada, like they're a worldwide company. They, I'm going to link the Strong First website. They have courses, not just kettlebells either. They do body weight. They do barbells. Um, they have other courses outside of kettlebell training. And it's awesome. And it's not just for coaches. At the course, there was me. There was one of my friends. I think he's on track to become a physiotherapist. And then there was another, the other guy, Ricardo. He was actually just like, he wasn't a coach or anything. He was a school teacher. And he attended because he wanted to improve his performance because he was into competitive uh, dragon boating so I thought that was really cool that like that's awesome he just wanted a new way to train he wanted to learn how to do it from the right people and what to do really so that was awesome um, yes highly recommend any of their courses you will not regret it um, in terms of future plans for taking any other courses, at this point, not really. I'm, it's November 2018. I'll probably take something next year. Like at this rate, it seems I'm taking something 
every three to four months, which I think is reasonable. Oh, in terms of how much I've spent in the last year taking these courses, because you have to understand that the course itself is not the only cost. Number one, I have to take time off work. So you're losing money there. I usually pay for, you gotta pay for gas if you have to travel. You have to pay for accommodation if you travel. And then there's everything else that's involved in traveling, right? Food, whatever. So I think on this course, I spent a total of like 700, 800 bucks. The course itself being only 400 bucks. 700, 800 bucks. Um, Animal Flow, I think was, I don't even remember. So it's like a year ago. Animal Flow, I'm going to say it was like 300 or 400 bucks as well. It was two days though. So maybe it might have been more. Generally, it's like the average I've seen is anywhere from 200 to 600 dollars per day. So some courses are two days. The CPPS was a big one because it was two days, so I stayed two nights, I believe. I drove there. That was in New Jersey. Um, I think that course, including everything, I paid like I paid a good amount there. I. Was, it's like upwards of $2,000, $2,500. So doing the math, let's do $2,500 for CPPS, $500 for Animal Flow, $700 for, $700 for this kettlebell course. My detox one, I think I paid like $400, maybe a bit less. So, so far we're at 1100 3600 $4,200, give or take, plus the online one, which was another, I think, 500 bucks. So let's just say we're at $5,000 for the last year of education. Which I'm very okay with. Sorry, I just made a really spotty U-turn. Toronto driving. You'll only understand if you live downtown Toronto. <laughs> so, over the last 12 months, that was a friendly honk for the school bus to go, but they're not going. They're going. So over the last, sorry guys, over the last 12 months, safety first. Over the last 12 months, I've spent about 5,000, maybe $6,000 on courses, on my education. Has it been worth it? Yes, every single one of them. Because even this week, four days, five days after doing the course, you know how much I've been able to improve my client's Turkish getup, or their kettlebell swing, or their ability to brace? A lot. Like, I, I've taught them those things, yes, but now I can teach them even better, an even better way to do it. So just that in itself, like, my ability to help other people increases by me improving myself, improving my ability to execute some of these things. So I plan to continue along that route. Like, I don't really have any plans to do any formal... 
um, education through school or anything at this point in time. Things might change, right? They always do. But at this point in time, I'm very satisfied with taking one-day workshops, two-day courses, certifications, whatever it may be. Um, in terms of what I have in mind, I like the FRC courses. That's a functional range conditioning. I'll probably end up doing that next year. Um, that one's super popular in terms of like assessing and actually improving mobility and range of motion, functional range. Aside from that, I don't really have... I have a couple people where I'd like to join their like monthly private uh, website. So like DeFranco's Insider is one I've been thinking about for a while. That's like, yes, he puts out content just like I put out content. But I guess you eventually get to a point where you have a big enough following where you can charge a monthly subscription. I think it's like 10 or 20 bucks a month. So you get access to their private content on their website. You get access to their private Facebook group, private like live Q&As. So that's a really big um, thing people are doing now, really big value proposition. And it's a great idea. So that's definitely something I will end up doing next year. But right now, functional range conditioning. Maybe I'll take the Strong First kettlebell certification. So I'm certified by them. We'll see how my own training comes along. So I think I'll wrap it up right there. I hope you guys took away a little bit from this podcast. As always, I appreciate you guys for checking in, for tuning in. And if this was helpful for you or you think this might be helpful for someone else, please share it with someone. That will be super helpful. If you haven't already, please drop a review on iTunes. Because again, that kind of stuff goes a long way. With that being said, I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Peace.